Hey guys, it's your host, Seth Goldstein, with Juicy Divas, Confessions of a Limo Driver. And I have a very juicy, important announcement. Ever wonder how cool and refreshing it would be to hear your own voice on iTunes? Your podcast made at a touch of a button? If you haven't heard about Anchor, you are totally missing out. It's the most easiest way to make a podcast super practical, and best part of all, it's free. It even has creation tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone on the go or computer in the comfort of your own home, guys. What's even better, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money for your podcast with minimum listenership. It's really that easy. Everything you need to make a podcast in one place. What are you waiting for? Download your free Anchor app or simply go to anchor.fm to get started. Until next time, thank you. Goodbye. Hey guys, this is your host, Seth Goldstein, with another GC Divas, Confessions of a Limo Driver. We are about to get candid with the good friend of mine. Yeah, she's an amazing, accomplished writer, director, actor. She's a stunt woman. She's got a black belt. Yeah, in some martial arts. So she is quite fascinating. Amazing. She's got a lot of stuff happening, and I want to know all about it. All right? Please help me welcome Sanjini. How's it going, Sanjini? How are you? Good, and you? I'm doing wonderful. I'm doing all things considered it's finally fall here in la and i gotta tell you it feels like fall it's it was a warm day a little cool earlier but it was it was nice yeah overall now you know i mean i'm telling you right now i am thrilled to have you on board for this project um the fact that you're here to tell us some juicy stories i'm sure you have some juicy limo stories right do you have any uh, yes i do i started i took limousines when i was at college i used to know a limousine driver i, I went to college in mostly austin texas and i had a limousine driver that would sometimes take me to the bars he didn't charge me to the bars on 6th street right in downtown austin sure. Um, he took it's nice down there, isn't oh, it? Austin, oh, beautiful, it's, ama it's amazing, and the it's just uh, so much fun with lots of different bars and places I, to go to. I bet. So, let me ask you this so, you started college at 16. What were you doing out with the limo driver, young lady? Um, at that time, I think <laughs> I was about 18 or 19, but I was out at bars drinking still. We will keep this I, to ourselves. It will be our little secret. I graduated secret. at twenty, but I was, yeah. I was, I was partying and having fun. <laughs> so. Yeah, you'll do a little bit of cocaine. No, no, um, just no cocaine, cocaine, just alcohol. Okay, okay, okay. Well, just alcohol. All right. Sounds like a plan. That's that's great, and Jeannie. Now, what is this? I hear that you do martial arts. Like, when did all this this whole thing about you kicking ass start? Um. I, I saw someone that was giving a flyer close to where I, I lived, and um, I just took uh, martial arts lessons for two weeks. It was like a trial for free, and I never stopped. And then I just continued because I liked it. 
And then I, wow. I got my black belt and did my test inside the Shaolin Temple in China, in Shaolin Kempo. But right now I, I train with Shaolin Kung Fu. Actually, this morning I was with an actual Shaolin monk. He was uh, training me in a park in Orange County. That's fantastic. I love Orange County. Love it down there. Everything's open, too. Very open and clean. Yeah, it really is. But um, so whereabouts town do you do you stay out by the beach? You heard, I heard, right? Yes, yes. Good. Fantastic. And, and what's the weather like out there? It's it's I imagine it's the best weather to be around. Right. It's never really hot. It's it, is it um, like it's never too hot. It's very cool. But I actually like the heat. That's why I was in Texas and I lived in Miami a bit for a bit, too. I like hot weather. It's like Whoa. the people are spicier and more like sexual and just in the heat, in my opinion. Oh, wow. Now you opened up another Pandora box. In, well, in well, Austin, well. yeah. Talking about limousines, that limousine driver did take me, like once he took me home with um, a boy toy who was about six foot seven. Uh -huh. <laughs> and uh, he didn't charge me and I took this guy home in a limousine. So, oh, so so you you basically rode the six point the six seven all the way home. How about that? Yes, and he was he was like a college kid, so was I, and he was super excited about being in a limousine. I, <laughs> so. I bet. So literally, huh? He got the ride of his life. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> Very well done. Very well done. So, um, yeah, well, we, you know, we can always come by and uh, and hang out with with us. We're in the out in Woodland Hills. It's super hot over here. Ooh, oh, it's, it's the hottest point of the valley. It's nice. I like Woodland Hills. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's 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 all right. Yeah, I got to say, I can't have no complaints. Um, it's super hot though. So you know, I gotta tell you, we were indoors. The whole time because it was super hot. Like we would go out for a walk and then it's like you had to wait till it was like 10 or 11 when it was more tolerable anyway. And more like, you know, you could you can kind of hack the weather then, you know, it was like 90 at that point or 80. But, but now I like, find that's like the temperature in my place, about 90 degrees. I keep it hot. <laughs> you keep it hot inside. Yes, I bet. I oh, wow. So, so what other, what other kind of things do you like doing? Tell us a little more, Sanjini. You're really opening up now. Oh. I like this. So I, um, I produce my own films and I act in them. And most, all my films are based on my personal struggles and experiences. So um, okay. I used to be an, a nude art model. I did make a film called Portrait of a Nude Art Model. Holy shit. Yeah. You can see all this on yeah. YouTube and Vimeo. So I, I'm naked in that. My father wasn't that pleased, but oh well. Um, but it's it's just an artistic film based on my experiences. Right, right. And then sure. another film, Cyber Romance, which is just it was a comedy, and it was just Cyber Romance. Tell us about that one. That that one is about my character who's super sexual, and this other girl who's more romantic. The other uh, character, uh -huh. and we just had Do a cafe. Do you have a kissing scene? And uh, no, but we discuss our dating relationships to do with texting and sexting and tinder and sexting. you know how sometimes so, people actually don't communicate because everything is like online sometimes snapchat yeah you know? yeah so so you're you're sexting tell us what that's like do you actually you don't have a problem with sending nude photo like nudes to your guy or whoever you're with at the time 
I don't have a problem because I'm not shy. I mean, the guy's cute. So on Snapchat, I have I have many yeah. guys that I, that I send pictures and videos to. Well, okay. I like that. You guys listen, all you listeners out there, Sanjini, you gotta, you gotta follow this, this lady is, uh, you know, she's amazing. She's blowing up in the industry. Um, you're a writer, a director, an actress, a casting director, a stunts woman. How did you, okay. So this is Eye of the Empress. Tell us, yeah. Tell us what this is, because I also noticed that you made a series out of it. Did it start out a movie? Is that I, I sort of confused. Um, I wrote it as a feature film, so it was like a 95-page script. But I've been filming it in short episodes, and it's taken me a long time, actually. But it's because it's my spiritual journey. So um, whatever happens in the film seems to, or whatever scene I film kind of happens in real life. So just say I had a lead actor. It was like on my my previous lead actor on my movie poster was like, Six foot three, blonde, blue eyes, born 18th of May. So the guy I was dating for some reason also had the same birthday, but it wasn't planned. So it's like art really? imitating life or life imitating art. Yes. So this, life imitating art, definitely. So, wow. so it's kind of like um, at the end, you know, like in real life, my dad is disappointed in me because I'm an artist and he was a successful businessman. So at the end of okay. my film, which I haven't gotten to, my father will be proud of me. It's it's like an adventure journey, and I'll get the gold and whatever that prize is, and you know. In real what, life. So what is the prize for you? What is the prize for you? What success look like for you here in the states? Oscars. I would love to have many like Oscars. Um, obviously enough wealth to be comfortable. I think for my dad, it's yeah. dollar signs. He loves money. Yeah. Do you find yourself that you you're so you love money? Yes. Um, but you love the craft and you love to kind of create a little niche in Hollywood. Yes. 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 Actually, I know how to create out of very little, like without much money. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's what we had discussed. Remember off camera, we had talked about that and how you're able to create amazing things with very little money. Um, you're, you're quite amazing in how you think, you know, your thinking process. Um, you're, you're, you seem like um, you're going places. And quite frankly, I think that, uh, you know, I think Hollywood lacks a lot of diversity and a lot of females, uh, even though there are uh, plenty, there's still room for, for Sanjini. What do you think? There's a lot of room for Sanjini. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Do you, um, what does a day look like for you? I mean, in the morning, do you meditate? We can also go into the, um, you know, like the whole aspect of, uh, of, uh, of um, the black belt in, in, in martial arts and all that. But I'm curious as to what does a day look like for you? You start off, you meditate like for an hour or, or what do you do? Okay, I need to meditate more and I've been working on it like, uh, I wouldn't say an hour, but uh, if I do meditate, it's like a chakra meditation with self Reiki. I just listen to a YouTube video for like 10 minutes, you know. Okay. And that pumps you up? That gets you your, your heart, you know, going for the day? I'd say when I wake up, I have to drink like very, very strong black English tea. It's like okay. I grew up in Zimbabwe, so I, I grew up drinking tea. And I like to sip my tea. It takes me a while. So I have it yeah. in my film too, my action film where my dad, my dad actually in real yeah. life thinks I take too long sipping tea, but it's meditative. It's mm. like 
That's when I can. So there's a there's on. an art for it, right? It's a lost art, actually, right? In the olden days, people did do that. It was very customary for people to drink tea and sip it and take their time while meditating and thinking and being grateful for things, right? It actually gives you like a natural high, and it relaxes you, but gives you energy. It's weird, and and that's that's, that's, that's why the British amazing. actually like colonize them. I mean, they they really liked tea. They did everything for tea. Yeah, you're right. They they sort of they had it in high regards because tea has a, a you know like coffee sort of you know, but without all that all that stuff that the coffee has, tea is it tends to be more organic and it does kind of dispel something really wonderful in your senses and it calms you down as opposed to coffee, but it gives you a lift. It really does. It gives you a lift, yeah, because it yeah. wakes me up. If I don't have my tea, I cannot wake up. And then do you have, do, do you, are you a believer of this new modern day um, you know, notion that you can like fast, you know, intermediate uh, uh, fasting, like would you eat maybe after 12 o'clock that sort of helps you, um, you know, kind of stay in, in fit and the whole bit? Um, is it, is it something you, not, you do or? Not necessarily. I just eat whenever I feel like it, like I, okay. whenever I'm hungry. I think that's when you're listening to your body. So you eat when you're hungry. Right. So you basically do things. It's rational, like rational. You actually, you know, okay, it makes sense because I'm hungry. I will therefore eat. Not, oh, it's this time. Therefore, I should be eating. Right. Yes. You kind of listen to your body. Yes. I like that. You're very intuitive and one with yourself. I can see, well, you thank know. You. Yeah. I can see that about you. Um. So, like, what do you think is a good uh, motivator for you each day? Like, do you have a mantra? Do you say something? Do you like, you know, speak greatness into the air, into the universe, to God? Or what do you do? Um, I think uh, positive affirmations is important. Um, like right. I said, I, I have it's in my script and it comes up in like some episodes where I, I'm trying to focus on the third eye um, meditation. Okay. The third eye. Sure. What does it do for you? I, I am curious. I want to learn. I want people that are listening because it's so fascinating talking to you, Sanjini. We have Sanjini in case you're just joining us now on Juicy Divas Confessions of a Limo Driver. Um, we're talking to Sanjini and we really want to know what's this whole third eye deal about? Um, it, it's your intuition. So to be in touch with your intuition and your instincts and um, so it helps you also relating with other people as well. So sure. you have good intuition. So and, and awareness. Like awareness. I, I was going to say that. So when I was uh, younger, I used to have like a black mole on my forehead. It's a true story, by the way. Okay. And the kids used to say, you have a third eye, you have a third eye, you have a third eye. And they would pick on me, you know. But then um, years later, I got it removed. Oh, and it's, uh, it's like a blessing to have a third eye mole. Yeah, and and some lady years later told me, you know, you have the third eye, and you're a very uh, special person. You're gonna do great things, and all this yada yada stuff. And I thought, wow, that's pretty amazing and remarkable. Everything you're saying sounds like like fun, like something I want to believe. But yeah, with time, I ended up um, doing some meditation, and I guess I do pick up on things. Like occasionally, I'll pick up on numbers, you know. Oh, you like the, I've been like, reading numbers uh -huh. so much this year for some reason. Like, 
if I see numbers, it tells me things. It's weird. It's really Oh, accurate. it tells you? I, I haven't gotten there yet. You know, like I, license uh, plates. Sometimes it's yeah. a word that you just go by and it's, certain numbers mean certain things. Like Yeah, me, only when know? I see my receipt and if there's like on my bank account many numbers, I know I'm doing <laughs> fucking good. I said, gee, I'm a millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> no, but but yes, in all fairness, I'm, there are a lot of people seeing numbers or angelic numbers. So look them up. You'll see one 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 three 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 two 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 one one one, and you ten or you wake up at the four 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 or three three three. So it's interesting. Pay attention because the world and life and God's always talking to us in many ways. The problem is people don't think to stop and smell the tea, right? It's true, true. Yeah, it's very true. All the symbols and stuff. So, um, you know, I have I volunteer with Mother Teresa's nuns, not since. This whole coronavirus shutdown, and I I, oh. I train with the Shaolin monks, a- and I know an Indian priest in London, and Catholic priest here, and lots of Catholic nuns. So, talking about spirituality and stuff, I think that they like me a lot, maybe because I add color to their lives, and then they give me a spiritual grounding. But yeah. I do showcase Very that in my action. Oh, I'm sorry. You said they were in your action film, like or it's, you? It's it's in my action film, like. Oh. So this is the Eye of the Empress. Um, we're talking about. Um, yes. Yes. The, the, yes. The, the, okay. And you do. There's a lot of martial arts. Tell me, who got you into martial arts, though? You were little. You suddenly watched like Bruce Lee film, and you got into it, or okay, somebody. I, kicked I do your love butt Bruce you Lee. Kick your butt. You what? Um, Actually, I I just saw some people with the table and they were giving away flyers and just said that if you if I wanted to try out a two week class and they would give me the gi. Okay. And which is the uniform. And so I did that and I never stopped. Holy shit. I hear that. It's so good because um, it, it just keeps you like grounded. It keeps you it helps you on like so many levels. Right. It does. It does. So I. Um, I have, in my film, I have many fighters. I've had over 20 fighters. They're all guys. So my film's not a chick flick. Like, it's me and, like, these big muscular guys and uh, guys of different styles of martial arts, black belts. That's amazing. um, So we work on the choreography and the fight stuff before filming. Okay. Um, But I've had martial artists of, you know, like boxers, Muay Thai. um, Yeah. You name it, MMA, um, Kung Fu, Taekwondo. So you're a, you're like a badass, hardcore, ass kicking chick. Do you like do you kick some of these guys' asses on the sh- on the film? In my film, yes, I do. <laughs> oh, that's fabulous. That's good. Um, in real life, do you fuck up your boyfriend? You kick his ass? Um, I'd say like verbally or just you know I'm Indian and I'm very spicy and like feisty. So yeah. Uh, and I have a temper, so most guys are afraid of my temper. Wow. Or I, you so know, much. when I say something, if I'm very direct, they, they get scared. Holy shit. Um, you're scaring everyone. What we want is to keep them on, not scare them away, Sanjini. Okay. I sound nice, <laughs> but once I lose my temper. No, I'm just very assertive and strong. No, so. right. You, no, it's you know exactly what you want out of life. That's what you're telling me. So yes, I do. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So you think like, um, tell me, 
in terms of what motivated you to, you know, you obviously you said that your father, so you're proving your dad something with making these this these series, correct? What what number? Like you've done quite a bit of these series. There's like a hundred of them. Tell us oh, what I would what's say up. Hundred, but um, I just need to get to the end of my story. But I have many other projects. Okay. So, so um, I need tell to us finish. a little bit about it. Tell I, me. The next scene coming up is a fight club scene. So I have a boxing gym location. It's just with this coronavirus situation. I have, especially one or two older actors or my cinematographer are afraid of the, the coronavirus. Yeah. Um, but I need like a hundred people on the set and actors and big fight scene. That's fantastic. I'm actually not going to be in that fight. Usually I am, but it's two yeah. fighters and a fight. Sure. And then after That's that fabulous. is a sexy bedroom scene. And oh, then, okay. Um, you have quite a bit of I, people wanting to be part of that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't mind a harem. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah. I, so, and then after that, like two massive fight scenes. So you got everything like a kind of a, you're kind of like a Bond woman, huh? like a 007, you know, uh, a Jane Bond that like all the sex scenes and then, Boom, boom, boom. They're kicking each other's ass. And then, you know, you end up in the bedroom and it's kind of like, all right, this is the end of the film. It's the way I like it to end type of deal. That's great. It's fantastic. It's, it's kind of what, <laughs> what, what, what people are imagining. Um, you are a badass. That's cool. Okay. How did you like start school when you're 16? I'm curious because I didn't start college till I was 18, 17 and a half or so. How did you get into college at 16 i mean nowadays people do it i know my son's doing it online but back then i don't know or then again this could have happened two years ago i don't know um it's because the when i was growing up in zimbabwe the education was very high like a uh -huh. high standard sure a british education system and um so i guess they that's why they accepted me at a small university in oklahoma okay and then from there, I transferred to a college in the Bay Area and then to University of Texas. Did you go to school with like Amish people or not? No, no. The, the schools, I did go to a private high school in Zimbabwe, but all the schools, you know, you have to wear uniforms. Yeah. And they, they're like all girl or all boy. And there's a lot of discipline. And it's, I studied actually more in high school than I did at college. Right. I even got my graduate degree. Like from Texas State. Holy crap. That's fantastic. Um, when you were in Oklahoma, how many people were in your class? Three? <laughs> no, it, it was a small town, Weatherford. I wouldn't say three, but. Yeah, there was just a lot less than like a big city. A lot less than University of Texas, which had 50,000. I know, Texas, man. But that's, that's, Austin is a really a great city. It's very lively. It's a lot of uh, lot going on in that city. It really is. It was so um, much fun. Yeah, I bet. So what, what, uh, um, what does Sanjini do on a fun day, like a night out? Or what do you do these days for fun? Well, like tomorrow night, one of my films, Motel Patel, which I did a while back, it, it got accepted into a small film festival, like um, Broadway International Film Festival. So there's like a red carpet tomorrow. That's downtown, East, downtown somewhere LA. Somewhere in East LA. I think it normally would have been in downtown or somewhere, but it's somewhere in El Monte or somewhere because 
Yeah. Because of the coronavirus, they have to schedule things in. Amani, that's like way out there. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I but I know. think normally they have it downtown is what I think. Well, if you want, I could. we could let you borrow one of our guns. You could go down to Almani just in case. <laughs> okay. No? What about one of your limousines? Okay. Well, I don't know because that would entail for you to do a shitload of cocaine. And I don't <laughs> think you do any of that stuff. But um, no, you know, the thing about but, it but is. But the guy I used to, the guy I was dating had addiction problems. But yeah. Yeah. Cocaine a bit, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's uh, it goes along with the partying situation. Um, yeah, but you know, um, what do you, uh, so you take care of yourself? Like you wear a, you wear a mask or what are you doing for a coronavirus? I mean, you're staying indoors or you find yourself now able to go out a little more often or what's that looking like? I know it's really tough right now with all this happening. To, to be honest, uh, I was out from day one. I just kind of have lived my life the way I normally do. So you went so, about your life no matter what? Um, yes. Cause I. For me, um, eating well, exercising, um, you know, like working out, sleeping enough, that keeping everything balanced is important for me. Right. Regardless right. of the coronavirus. I see. So, so there was a pandemic going on and all this stuff, but you figured if you continue to do what you normally do, you you'll have a level of sanity. You'll stay okay, and then just eat right and do your part, and you'll be fine. Yes, like you know, when everybody was indoors, I I had to take walks. I would just walk for like four hours because there was nothing else to do. But what were you doing? There was nobody out. You were all by yourself walking. It was like the Twilight Zone. <laughs> it was kind of. <laughs> it so was the it weirdest. Was... People were out like. Oh, no. oh my god but yeah. like the bird lady right like the bird lady you should be talking to you suddenly just say you know this whole time they take me for some crazy lady but i actually have a lot to say so i, I mean, got no to one... see flowers and things i don't yeah like really pretty things that i don't normally look at you know what's also great that during that time there wasn't any traffic That's holy true. shit traffic true. traffic true. you take for granted like shit but dang mother of god driving down to 405 it was an easy, like, 20 minutes down to LAX. Quiet. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was super quiet. It was amazing. It was amazing. I wish it they would have kept it that way. It's the only thing I don't miss. However, you know, being indoors, I think any normal human being will go bananas after a while, you know? True. Uh, but then also, do you find that during the time that people are in, in quarantine, a lot of people, the creative juices were flowing. They, they tend to, you know, look for ways to entertain themselves and others. Like I had a, um, uh, 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 my, my, uh, my younger brother, he, um, uh, I was helping him produce a show and he was on Facebook and he was doing, um, uh, he was doing uh, uh, this this puppet show or he would read books to the kids. It's so amazing. Um, all the kids would sit around like nine o'clock. At some point he had like 200 or 300 people live on a Facebook thing. I mean, you know, and just to be able to see these, these children smiling it just it made all the difference. It was fantastic. You know what I mean? And other people created songs. Were you working on like your next film? Well, you know, what were you doing during that time outside of just the four hour walks? I mean, you were coming home at some point. I can imagine you were reading, probably catching up with things. Were you were you somehow inspired or to create something during that time? Um, I always have children's books I'm working on because I also have published children's books on Amazon, Kindle and stuff. 
Fantastic. Um, wow. So I work with illustrators and they can, most are like in India, Pakistan, just because okay. they do, right. they, they super cheap and they do a lot of work for, for very little money. So speaking on that, on, on that, yeah, I really want to ask you before I, it just, you know, it might just be one of those things where I start drawing blanks. Um, before that happens, I want to ask you, how much has does it take more or less? Do you need like hundreds of thousands of dollars to create some of the, the Sangini productions? Or what does that normally look like? <clears throat> it's often, yeah. I usually, I've, I've been so lucky. Like I've gotten, I'd say 90, 95% of my locations for free. And I filmed because I'm a girl. I don't know. And the, the owners just let me. Yeah. So um, I filmed in like boxing gyms. Uh, MMA school, uh, Mexican restaurants, uh, yeah, art studios, you name it, motel, um, okay, all kinds, scrapyard, you know, like warehouse with like. Okay, so who provides? Who provides? Who provides the the camera equipment? Who provides like you know the boom? Um, I mean, just the grips. Like, who who provides all that? Like, just people oh, come I, together. I, I get that, and I pay for the cinematographer with the camera, um, okay. equipment, okay. Um, the grip gaffer, sound guy. There's his equipment, and so that doesn't cost a whole lot. Is that what you're saying? Like, what does something like that cost for you to hire? Like, when it's all said and done, you're looking at what? Uh, Four thousand dollar production overall. Cheaper than that because I'm I'm Indian and I I know how to get great quality for like very little. So I'll find oh. a DP with a camera with. First of all, like I look at reels and they have to have at least twenty or forty IMDb credits and like the cinematography has to be good. And right. I've been able to get DPs for like four hundred bucks or with the camera like Ari or. Just ready to go for that. Yeah. That's and then freaking the sound guy and then grip gaffer. So like a thousand, but so, I, I could do a big production, like, you know, like have everything. What about an actors? Like I'm an actor. What are you providing for me? Type thing. Food, food and okay. IMDb credits. Okay. So you provide I, the IMDb. I, food. Okay. Yeah. yeah. IMDb credits and credits in my film and food. So what do you so do? I like you have non-union actors, but I have right. had act SAG actors do my films. Sure. So you um you provide you provide the like the food and is this like um you you go to like a chef school or you know a culinary art school and just grab somebody from there? Hey guys, you guys want to be part of my my thing or or is this like down the street? Actually, the lady actually down- that would be a good idea. No, I go to the supermarkets or Trader Joe's. I get lots of food. Oh, so you buy that does come out of your pocket. Yes. Yeah, that I'm just saving you another like hundred dollars. You can go ahead and send me that later. Okay. <laughs> um, but but you could you could actually go to these places like um occupational centers, if you will, for different cities. Um, like San Fernando or down in LA, you know, they have one um uh, occupational centers, LA Trade Tech and schools of that sort and they have a culinary arts program and then some of these students they want to get themselves out there the same is true with the with um with with the you know like uh, hair and makeup and and the whole enchilada you know you can get yeah yeah, you can get all that for for you know a fraction if not for free because they want to get their name out there meaning you're going to introduce them they're going to meet people on the set it's how you look at everything it's either you will look at it 
look at the cup half full or half empty, you know? I mean, if you know to see an, op- an opportunity, I mean, I'm Jewish. I see opportunities where there's, there's no opportunity. <laughs> there is always an opportunity. And you're Indian, so you know what I'm talking about. Um, you know what I'm saying? So it's, um, it's one of those things you can, yeah, uh, but that's, that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, take notes, take notes. Um, so, so, so I uh, do like to have a lot of food. Actually, fantastic. I usually buy, sometimes I have too much food that I have to tell the crew and the people to take the food home because that's very nice. Um, if people are going to be on my set, they have to, I always get like Starbucks coffee and yeah, you take care lots of your of water and like lots of food. Yeah. If you take care of everyone, they're happy. They're going to want to work on future projects. Isn't that a fact? True, true. Yeah. Food, um, food is super important. Like I, I just I have to get food. It's like how can you not? You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't, it's actually doesn't cost much, but there's so many things you can get and lay it out nicely and, you know. Yeah. Although I will give you, I will, I will give you food for thought, <laughs> pun intended. Um, you can have the fight scenes, and so to get them angry, don't feed them. <laughs> and you, you know, actually, sometimes Terrible. they don't, they don't like to eat a lot. I no. noticed because maybe when they're doing a fight scene, they don't feel like eating too much. Yeah. So, so, and I'm serious about that. So, you remember the film The Shining? I mean, who doesn't? You know, with Jack Nicholson, it's one of his stellar yeah. performances. I mean. Here's Johnny, right? Um, there's the actress looks like she's completely disheveled, like really all messed up. She hasn't probably slept a minute in you know weeks, you know. And and not to mention the freaking whole tower they're filming this thing. But apparently she didn't get to eat a whole lot. And by depriving her of meals, it kind of sort of like created that kind of ambiance where she was fucking angry. <laughs> uh, yeah, because she got. I guess the blood sugar was low and you get angry yeah, and frustrated. Right. You start like, fuck I, that. You know, I'm going to fuck up Johnny. <laughs> the thing with me when I'm filming, usually my film shoots are very early in the morning. At least they start that way. And I usually right. would try to make sure I eat something and have my tea. But when I get to the set, right. the most, sometimes the most I can have is a banana because okay. I'm so busy. I have no time because I'm acting directly. Yeah. Right. I'm right. Like everything okay. in charge of everything. Yeah, makes sense. So you're in charge of all aspects of the film, like everything. You're literally like involved in every uh, detail. Is that what's going on? Um, yes, like I'm always busy. There's so much. Right. There's, there, there, so there is. That's what I'm saying. Um, I mean, is it is it a control deal? Like, do you do you like to micromanage uh, uh, Sanjini, or what exactly causes you to not want? somebody else or is it your baby and then it's like i have to do all this you know what i mean no no i do have like just say i'll have assistants or pas or yeah but they 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 sometimes you know certain crew members or people don't do their jobs well so i have to you know yeah um, you want something done right sometimes like the adage says you got to do it yourself right no so i have to be on top of them is what i mean right oh good yeah, that looks scary because you don't want to fuck with someone that's a black belt. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so speaking of that, so you're like a walking, um, you know, weapon. You, are you're not allowed, or, or I don't know, is there like some kind of clause, some something somewhere, like some kind of law or something, where it says, you know what, you can't if you're like a black belt and you beat somebody up, you literally go to jail, or that's not a not a thing. <laughs> Only my films. <laughs> 
<laughs> Maybe in your films. I, 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 I beat guys up in my movies. There you go. There you go. That's great. Um, I think that that's amazing. It's fascinating. Um, you know, the kind of work that you do and the fact that you write books, you know, like it'll get books written for children is, is, is fantastic. Tip off my hat to you. Well, the reason um, why I, I guess I like children's stories or animation or because, um, because kids have imaginations. So I, I think yes. I just like fun, imaginative, adventurous stories and, you know, like using your imagination. Right, because you're an actress too, and I mean, the kids, children are the best actors, because you know, right? I mean, they have that imagination, and no one has taken that away from from them until you get older. They, no, you can't say that. Know, no, you can't do that. They know how to play, play and have fun. Right. The, whole, the key to acting, or that's why a play is called a play. You play. That's fantastic. Now you, that's true. That's true. Wow. I'm hey, I learned something new today. Let me write that down. You um, you started acting. Like, uh, where, where did you pick that bug up? Like, you know, I want to be an actress. Um, when I was a kid in Zimbabwe, I did acting. But in high school, it was a new private school. So they didn't have performing arts. And I was very disappointed. So that's why when I went to college, I didn't study acting and film like I'd wanted to. But I did have um, kind of like a DUI kind of situation, something like that. Okay. You drove the limo drunk had- and the limo... Then you decided, you know what? So I had, this. The probation officer gave me two places to volunteer at because I had to do volunteer work and I chose performing arts. That's I was fabulous. given like an art center or performing arts. Where was this at? Is this in Texas or here? It was It was in Miami. Miami. Okay. So I, I chose performing arts and then um, I never, I wasn't afraid to pick up the phone and call an acting coach. So I took lots of acting lessons and. Okay. And I did theater and student films, and that's fantastic. So, do you which which um hat do you like wearing best? Acting, directing, writing, or all of them? I like acting a lot, but I I do like directing because I like to be the boss and being like to be in control. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I like acting. Okay, so you enjoy acting, and you um. Is there, like, tell me about your future projects. As you mentioned in passing that you have some projects in the works. So, yes, um, I have an animated script I wrote, Beverly Hills Skunk. Okay. And it's I, I heard of that. I heard about that. It's a, some kind of weed. It's pretty good. <laughs> Is that what you think? It was, it's about a, actually, literally saw a skunk. Like, yeah. and I didn't know, uh, like, when I was walking in Beverly Hills once. And sure. I didn't know if the skunk was dead or alive. Oh. <laughs> so, so it inspired me to write a animated thing about a skunk so it's about that's a skunk fair. on the most wanted list in beverly hills yeah that's funny <laughs> anyway so um i had that i would my motel patel it's just kind of an introduction like a 10 minute i would like to continue the series and maybe like sell it to netflix and have like you know 25 yeah. minute episodes or whatever um, sure. After I finish Eye of the Empress, I'd like to do one a, a movie called The Dragon Pearl. Okay. Uh, Pearl. Pearl, so, yeah. Yeah, so that would be another action thing that I would yeah. like to. The Dragon Pearl. 
sounds like a porn. Um, okay. No. So, so that that would that I want to do in China, like in Shanghai uh, and the Shaolin Temple, and I want the actual yeah, Shaolin right. monks in my movie. That's fantastic. See, that's that's awesome. That's something that people would want to really watch, and and you know, it's it's great because it'll really add a lot of depth to the film. Like real Shaolin monks, because I, I I you know I train with them and I know them. They're very cool. Yeah, they don't say much though. Yeah, yeah they don't say too much. Yeah. No, because I went over one time and I started talking to them. I said, shit, man, I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> Seth got kicked out. It's like talk a lot. Um, it's been amazing talking to you. We're running out of time, but I want to know, like, you know, if you can come back on our show uh, a second and third time. Is that a possibility? Yes, that would be great. I'd love that. Awesome. And where could they find um, The Eye of the Empress? The um, Eye of the Empress, you can uh, see it on YouTube. Okay. Video. Okay. And also, my website, sangini-actor.com. Yeah. Um, my, um, my YouTube channel is Sangini Actress, one word. Okay. Sangini Actress. You will okay. see some porn stuff come up. That's not me. <laughs> so. Oh, okay. Sure, it's not. But anyway, we'll keep that a secret. Um, okay. Um, and then your Instagram, once again? My, my Instagram is Sangini Actress. Okay. My Facebook is Sangini Actress. My okay. Snapchat is Sangini Star. Uh -huh. um, that's for the cute boy toys. Okay. <laughs> but... okay. All right. You and guys hear they... that, boy toys? Now, are you, what's the deal for those listeners that are out there wondering if they have a shot? with Sanjini what are you looking for in a guy how about that um I like it doesn't have to be blonde blue eyes but I like I tend to like that but not always but I like really tall guys okay so six two plus but six five is great okay um, and, and do they what kind of uh outside of the physical attributes are you looking for you're looking for the brains um someone to to maybe... sexual and okay. athletic i'm just being upfront like sexual yeah no absolutely yeah and and smart would be great right. but that's not the top are you... okay to be honest i haven't come across too many guys that i've dated that were really dumb you know, okay they, oh wow they might be street smart and maybe not as cultured or as well traveled yeah. as i I am like I've I've been to thirty eight countries and I've traveled. Thirty eight countries, mother of God, that's crazy. Thirty eight yeah. countries, wow, holy and mostly shit! Mostly by myself, you know. I've okay. gone exploring in uh, Colombia and Cambodia. Exploring, huh? So you've been in different limos in different countries. I see. <laughs> I wouldn't <Okay>. say limousines. <laughs> All right. Um, well, we've been honored and privileged to have Sanjini on the show. I have had a blast. I'm sure every one of the, you guys out there listening in Cyberland and podcast world, whatever you want to call it, this has been a pleasure. Sanjini, please come back. And you know what? Um, I can hardly wait to to go follow you on YouTube, especially in Instagram and, and, you know, catch up with some of the films and stuff and projects that you're working on. Uh, please keep me posted. And then, you know, if you need a limo driver, call Seth Goldstein. Okay. Um, anything else you want to add before we say our goodbyes? It was a pleasure uh, speaking to you, Seth. And I'll be needing a limo driver soon. 
Very well then. I appreciate you. And it's been lovely, guys. Once again, it's time for us to go. Juicy Divas Confessions of a Limo Driver. Stay tuned for another juicy episode. Until next time, goodbye.